Uh, I did not. I have caused zero, zero hurricanes in my life. Hello and welcome to I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside, a show that has kept an in-joke running for four years. It's not even that funny. My name is Scott. I'm Jeff. I'm Dan. Apparently we're the- I'm, there he is. I'm Justin. And I'm Chrissy. And featuring this week's special guest, Daryl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did you... Let's you try guys, one more time, Justin. One more time? <laughs> and featuring this week's special guest, star. Chrissy. I don't yeah, yeah. Is Chrissy a special guest star? I well, guess she, has, so. she hasn't been on the show in like four years. That's true. I think that qualifies. So yeah, she's been per SAG rules, she's been removed from the normal cast and is allowed to come back as a guest star. Okay. Yeah. We are neither she's special a... nor guests. She is, but we're she's not. not she's not part of the usual gang of idiots. <laughs> and tell me I don't have to explain mad magazine jokes or I am quitting right now. Um the door is right there and I will walk out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it Everybody Hates Raymond. Uh. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> okay. All right. So, pick of the week. That was one of their best bits. Where we have <laughs> a thing for the week that we pick. What you got, Justin? Because you called me a fucker. My pick of the week are uh, Annie Leibovitz's photos from the Vanity Fair Star Wars Special Edition. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good call. Drops mic. Boom. I, I, I did not cry shit. when I saw Luke and Leia picture, but I went, oh, no, no. That is, that is upsetting. I, I cried when I saw the picture of her and her daughter. Yeah. Because that is familial love. And I know there was not a lot of it in her life growing up. So I'm glad her and her daughter appear to, at least appear to, care for each other deeply. So, yes. Well done, Leibowitz. I will buy this issue in spite of the fact that Vanity Fair Star Wars specials seem strictly designed to separate me from the, my money. That That is how That's they working. work. Yeah, it is. Especially this time. Four times as much if, if they get their way. Oh, God. But, oh, uh, yeah. You got to have all the covers. Yeah, got to get them all. It's Rob Liefeld all over again. <laughs> so, Daniel, what's your pick of the week? Oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> I actually didn't even think about this one. I usually put a lot of thought into these. Um... Oh, this feels so good. Because Scott was all like, I'll ask Justin and he'll be stymied. And I'm like, boom. Um, okay, for me, it's going to be Planet Fitness. It's, you know, one of those gym chains that pops up, you know, $20 a month, work out whatever you want, whatever location. Because I've lost 15 pounds thanks to them. Nice. Way to go. That, yeah. Keep it up, man. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I decided that I'm not going to end up as uh, top-heavy as the rest of my family is and decided to put effort into making myself better. Marvelous. Just don't skip no, no. leg day, man. Never no, skip I've, leg day. Never skip I'm leg making day. a point to walk more, and it's not just because of Pokemon Go. It's just every winter I tend to pack on a little pounds. <laughs> every, and every spring I tend to shade them off. This year, however, it's not only because of Pokemon Go, <laughs> it helps. It adds a layer of whimsy to my mid-morning walk. 
My mid-morning right, preambulations are made better by tiny little monster friends. Hey, that reminds hey, me, I, I forgot to cash in on the two gyms I took yesterday uh, that I still hey, have. I got a larger tar. I am wor- working it up. I've got to get 50 more candies. It's going to be a long walk, okay? Does anyone want to ask uh, one of the other people what they want? I was going to pass it to Scott. All right. So uh, my pick is going to strafe. It is the best video game from 1996. Uh, it was a, it's a procedurally generated death mad, death labyrinth meets first person shooter. Um, it's really hard. I'm not very good at it, but I love, uh, I love playing the same two levels over and over. <laughs> dying, <laughs> dying so hard, so bad. It's great. Excellent. I'm going to throw it over to Jeff. Okay. I will take the easy way out. I will pick Injustice 2 for PS4, Xbox, and all other stuff, I'm assuming. It's better than the first in every way, and for some odd reason, I'm really good with Atrocitus the Red Lantern, which usually doesn't fit my personality, but hey, whatever. But yeah, good game. I've got a Chrissy, the Red you're a very special guest. Uh, my pick of the week is Orissa. Uh, her fusion driver is pretty rad, even though it slows her down when she's... Uh, <laughs> Walking around. I know that's kind of an older pick of the week because she's been around for a bit, but she's rad. She's my new, she's my favorite of the new characters. For for the slow guy in the back, would you mind explaining <laughs> that a little? Okay, so Arissa is one of the tanks in Overwatch. There you go. And uh, she's built by a, a little girl, and she has this awesome fusion driver gun, and she can put up a shield. And she likes, and she has lots of splody things. And her ultimate is a team buff for everybody, yeah. not just one person. Yeah. That's very team considerate. And she can also, like, fortify her own shots so that she can have even better damage. You want, you want to see and something fun? Gotta... Have, her, have her drop her ultimate when somebody's got a shield generator up and watch the carnage that ensues. Oh, I will have to try that. Because I put right, I usually end up shielding the Bastion on the team so that they do maximum damage and people can't shoot Bastion. Well, somebody gets a shield generator, drops it, you hit the 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 uh, damage buff, and all of a sudden your entire team are like death machines. It's hilarious. Okay, I will definitely try that. My personal favorite thing is what I love to do in a in a Here's the Storm is just when the guy who's critically wounded thinks he's about to get away, gravity bomb back into my line of fire. <laughs> You actually play Heroes of the Storm? Yeah. Okay. Well, you I actually, really wants that. I, I actually played it mainly for the Overwatch stuff, but it's actually a MOBA that I'm enjoying. Would you play it for Sam? I... So that Sam could have Cop Diva? <laughs> no, Sam has to do her <laughs> yeah, own game yeah. chore. She has to do her own game chores. <laughs> I will play with her just because I want to try to, because of the Nexus thing. I want to try to get the the next five games in so I can get those ten free packs for the anniversary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because Sam wants somebody to get her <clears throat> Cop Diva. She doesn't want to play Heroes of the Storm. She just wants Cop Diva. That's pretty much where I am. I want Cop Diva. I, I want that new um, Cruiser Diva so bad. <laughs> and I'm never going to get it. <laughs> Well, you've got okay, three what's weeks, a guys. You okay, so lost. Overwatch <laughs> is a game of team shoot of team shoot sting based okay. around char- hero characters <laughs> that sure. have a wide so range Diva? of styles and personalities. Diva, Diva is one such. 
She, and it's a Korean girl who likes Cheetos, and she has a mech that she fights in. Okay. She's a, she's essentially like a 17-year-old Korean girl, who, or a Korean Twitch streamer, who gets into a giant mech and fights. <clears throat> that sounds like a lot of fun, and I'm glad she has that joy in her life. <laughs> <laughs> and her special move is to pretty much fly out the back of her mech and launch it at the enemy as it self-destructs in a nuclear blast. Launch the mech at her enemy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That works. Kamikaze run. Well, technically not. I mean, well, she does jump out the back. You're not in it. And then she can also get her mech back if she's smart afterwards and doesn't get killed while she's running around without her mech. I sometimes get the feeling you guys just talk about these things to make me feel old. And, you know, it's not. Well, nice. it's not. Well, we we don't talk about to make you feel old. It's just a nice byproduct. You know, we talk about things, and then Justin feels old. It is a it. It's just a function of being old. The circle of life. VHS. What's that? Besides, Justin, I'm into- pretty sure I'm older than you. <laughs> no, barely possible. But I just feel old. Okay. But there's that. Not the years. It's the mileage. Yeah. So. uh we are doing one of our classic Marvel double features, and we're going to have dessert first. Let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I loved that they kept the music intro alive for this one. I love that the Where music intro basically sh- covered everything else. Yeah, like you just have everything focused on Baby Groot. Well, well no, there's that's this huge it. epic battle in the background. No, that's it. This this is him. This is his. This is their life. This this is them. This is hero's journey. Shit. Screenwriting one on one. Shit. This is their daily life. They go to weird places and fight crazy monsters and bicker with each other. And that's so normal that you don't have to see it. You should watch Baby Groot dance. Well, plus Baby Groot's just awesome. Oh yeah, he he he's, he's great. He is he is <laughs> not just smaller, dumber Groot. No, he's delightful, Groot. He's a good baby, Groot. You're a look good for baby. the chest, or look for the shelf with this crest. <laughs> I am Groot. Holds the badge back up. No. <laughs> the best part is that he's cute, but he will go after you if he thinks that you're looking at him. <laughs> he just straight up murders that one guy on the catwalk. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> Well, that guy did. That, that guy was being a jerk to him, really. Yeah, he had it coming. Like that guy had it coming. Oh, he, he deserved it. I had no sympathy for him. It's like he deserved it. If they were like, he is even more adorable when he's upset. Let's upset him for hours. There were people who were like disappointed at the violence that they, you know, that they inflicted on the uh, on the Ravagers, and I'm like. You did see them throw all of their teammates out of an airlock, right? That yeah. was something I made like. Up. I'm, I'm. Th- this is they're mutineers, man. No, no, like, no quarter for them. Yondu, I was gonna say, other than Yondu, all the good Raven, or other than Yondu, was it Previk or something like that? Other than Who's Yondu, the other guy, other than Yondu and Sean Gunn's character, yeah, Sean Gunn, the, yeah, the, Sean Gunn, all the I, like all the good killed. Ravagers are dead. I just love the fact that James Gunn somehow got his little brother into the next Avengers movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about knowing the right people, baby. Sean is a wonderful guy. <laughs> my wife met him and Rooker at my wife met him and Rooker at Motor City Comic Con this past weekend. They were delightful. She I told Rooker that I cried, and I'm like, honey, how could you do that? Well no, they in front of a celebrity, dear. No, okay, no, for reals. For reals. I'm going to say it like this movie 
you know, despite being in space and having gold people and, you know, a, a living planet space god guy, this this dialed it down to some real pain and just oh, yeah. had the characters talk through that. It's it's still this galaxy-saving romp, but it's grounded. Like, this is, this is really good they- stuff. When uh, when Manus touched uh, Drax, oh, that scene! Oh, she's bawling, and Batista's just sitting there. <laughs> this is my day. <clears throat> well, the weird thing about this movie is there's no gradual up or down. It's like, okay, here we on this on this weird, magical, crazy, freaking planet. Everything craziness is happening. We've just met our long lost father. The madness ensues. Now let's talk about our feelings, and it works. Oh, so well. So well. And Chrissy, what do you got to say? I don't know. I just like how, like, they, they talk out their feelings. Like, they also are not afraid to, like, smash some things up while they are talking about their feelings. Or before or after they talk about it. A little bit during. How, yeah. How, like, family. Like, it doesn't have to be your crazy dad who's a planet and killed your mom and... No, no, no. He was his father. He wasn't his daddy. I will admit I teared up a little during that and I teared up a little when um, John Gunn's character kind of lost it when they, the fireworks started going off and he was so happy for his dead friend. It was like, maybe... Oh, when the other Ravager crews showed up. Yeah. That was... Oh, yeah. That was beautiful. And then we found out who Sylvester Stallone's character was. I'm like, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like this whole time I thought he was going to play Nova. I was wrong. And I'm happy I was. <laughs> I just love that it's literally they brought the original it, the original yes. guard, Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy from the year 3000. The Gardens of the Galaxy. Into this. That joke got cut from the movie, didn't it? From the final release. The Yeah. Uh, no. No. They just changed the context of it. The gar- it, because they it, in the trailer, it's when they're at Yondu's or at uh, Ego's planet. In the movie, um, it happens as Gamora's locking up uh, Nebula in the back of the ship. She's like making fun of her, like, "Oh, look at you, the gardeners of the galaxy." Okay, I- like, what does that even mean? It says it's guardians, <laughs> and then it's just like, "Hey, can I have some of that fruit? It's not ripe yet." <laughs> that was that- so funny. That I love that payoff. It's like just she it's finally gets it. it, just just to prove that she's out, and it's like, ah, oh, damn it, they were right. <laughs> it, it's it's not like that look on her face is not the bitterness of the fruit; it's the bitterness of them being right. Yeah. Oh, the best, my favorite, and all the emotional scenes. I'm putting in air quotes, but the best one, in my opinion, was Gamora and her sister hashing oh, yeah. that crap out because she had some agreements. Like, hey, every time you beat me. Thanos ripped a part off and put something else on. You couldn't give me a win just once? <laughs> she wanted to win. She just wanted a sister. Once again, I cried. Gun hit all of my soft spots in this movie. Just just pushing your buttons. So many it's buttons like, getting pushed. It's like my white underbelly was exposed and he went pop, 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 pop. I thought, I thought, you know, swords are your thing and guns are my thing. But I guess we're both doing guns. <laughs> you would be stupid <laughs> to use a sword on this. <laughs> uh... I lo- oh, there's an, an, an wonder, another wonderful thing. Holy God, all the great moments in the trailers were in the first 20 minutes of the movie. Oh, yes. That was the other thing I was so happy about is, like, the trailer gave nothing away. <laughs> Except that Ben Browder was in the but, movie, and fuck that guy. 
My only aggravating like, writing point is when I heard after there was a cut scene with Nathan Fillion and he played Simon. It was not a scene. It was literally a background picture. Like it's there a were poster for a Simon William film festival. Like like the like the Blob was going to eat a movie theater as a nod yeah. to the Blob, and the <laughs> movie that would have been playing was the Simon Williams Festival, which would give you a big picture of Nathan Fillion playing Simon Williams playing Tony Stark. <laughs> which they're still keeping on the board as a potential thing to do later that Simon Williams will be played by Nathan Fillion. Like I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Honestly, I just love, you know, Nathan Fillion. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. You know what will probably happen? Oh. The DC will grab him. Oh, <laughs> He'll yeah. be old fat Hal Jordan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. And we all have that mental image in our head, thanks to you. Look, look, okay, I'm just saying, Nate is a guy who is getting in in his years, and he's not going to be Captain Tight Pants as much anymore. He's pushing 50, and he had his cushy TV job where he got to eat all the cheeseburgers he wanted, and it kind of shows now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, all I'm saying is, you give that guy, you give that guy a couple months with a decent trainer and a shitty, shitty diet, yeah. and he'll be, you know, he'll be as sexy as fuck. Here, here's my pick for Nathan Fillion as a DC character, Booster Gold. Because then he still gets to be a bit schlubby. Oh, he yeah. can still be schlubby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, then, no, then he has to play uh, Ted Kord. And Alan Tudyk will play Booster Gold. <laughs> Bam! Why, why is it that way now? Why'd you flip him on me? Bam! Yeah! All because right. you just gotta know, I've got all the gifts. <laughs> I am the guy with all the gifts, Scott. <sighs> Fine. Yeah, well, Alan Tudyk couldn't save Powerless. Well, nothing can. <laughs> nothing could. Yes, that would... Oh, God. All I'm saying is that show got so much better after the pilot. Because the pilot was terrible. <laughs> uh, no, but Guardians of the Galaxy was so nice. And yes. I, I loved the music in, again, in it. Like, I didn't think that uh, anything could beat Awesome Mix 1. But, but... but they just did it. Like, you, you've got and, the guy who wrote Brandy coming out to say, dude, I was just sort of dicking around and saying words until a song came out. Now it means something. <laughs> Shit. Yes. Oh, he's just become the poet laureate of the 70s. Yeah. Uh, I think Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie was better. Awesome X Volume 1 was better than Volume 2. Eh. Isn't me Okay, so awesome I bought one Awesome X Volume 2. Is Awesome Mix Volume Two smaller? Yeah, there's it's not one. There's there's a couple tracks less. Plus, they use Brandy twice. Well, didn't they use the chain twice? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was so cool in the big final fight. So, so I know, I know, I'm, I know you don't want me to push the buttons anymore, but Peter Quill's dying mom gives him a mixtape with the chain on it. <laughs> that that that's hard, man. <laughs> That's oh, hard. God. Yeah. Oh, okay, and I, one more thing. His uh, Walkman gets crushed, and that's really sad. He gets a Zune at the oh. end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like 300 songs. I, I, I did. I'm jumping out of my chair, thinking, I'm going to be on a podcast talking about this. I own a Zune. Y'all can stick it. I like it. <laughs> I had a Zune until two years ago when it finally died. I don't care. I loved my big brown b- brick. 
Wait, my Zoom's still working. <laughs> the Zoom joke was literally one of the highlights of the film in an uh, already excellent film. I think mm. I think Disney had to bite buy the rights to the name Zoom to do it. They they can now make anything and call it a Zoom. <laughs> well, I also love that the the um how it should have ended. Guys mm. are now going to have to rework that joke because. In their thing, for the first movie, he came back to Earth and got an iPod. Now they're going to have to rework it that he had a Zoom. Oh. All, I know, all I know is so, they... Uh, I've got blank. Uh, but I'm sure we're going to All I know is that the last time I heard a Zoom joke was on an episode of Chuck. And I only saw one episode of Chuck. So, you know, it stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong that I thought of this podcast when I saw the Zoom. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> There's so many little things in this movie that I just adore, like the fact that the Celestial's drone pilot dome sounds like an 80s arcade for no accountable reason. I love the fact that the, one of the gold the gold people, yeah. they literally fly, fly around this... and fight bad guys in arcade machines. Yeah, it, it's just... That's, playing that's... Galaga. Yeah, like that, that guy guy's playing Galaga. playing Galaga. We can't guys see are playing Galaga. <laughs> <laughs> and like... They're so petty about their their batteries that they show up, burrow into Ego, see that Ego is fighting the Guardians, but they're so focused on killing the Guardians. It's like, can you not see we are busy at the moment? Give us yeah. five minutes. <laughs> also, real quick, do any of you guys have tape? <laughs> <laughs> you have an atomic bomb in your backpack. Reason you would have tape. <laughs> the thing that I love is like they travel with Groot all the time. Like Rocket fully knows that if you tell Groot not to do something, he's gonna do that because that's just who Groot is. And yet he still tells him, "Don't press this button." Yeah. How many hours were they stuck in that prison cell because Groot was bringing in the wrong things? <laughs> Enough time to sever a toe. Uh. <laughs> He never even brings the right thing. It takes takes a jo- James Gunn's little brother to finally go. You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna take, give you the blade. Let's go. <laughs> Do the right thing. Otherwise, uh, we're gonna be the whole movie of you bringing random shit mm. here. Oh man, that was so good when they took the ship back. Oh, uh, that was so just <laughs> so cathartic. And okay, I want you to tell Yondu the name of the or the name of the man who brought him down. And your name is Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and even the, even the girl on the phone cracks up. Taser face? You thought up when you wanted to instill fear in your enemies? Taser face? Yes. Now, it's a metaphor. Quick, quick question. Does anyone here watch This Is Us? Uh, no. A little bit. No, I can't say. Why do I even. Why do I even. All right. First off, one of the best shows on TV this year. Secondly, uh, the guy who played Dazer Face is the boyfriend off of that show. Mm. The sister's boyfriend. And... What? Oh my gosh. Yes. That is crazy. Isn't it? Uh. And now, like, now when my I'm sitting watching This Is Us, I'm going to be laughing. Okay, so <laughs> before someone gets really annoyed with us, Sean Gunn's character's name is Craglin. Right. Who originated okay. in a crossover between Ant Man and the X Men? Well, sure, why did. not? Yeah, <laughs> in in space, I hope. Well, in space, in space. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was in New Jersey. Okay, no, wait. It's the aliens are on Earth abducting fishermen. Okay, so what was in New Jersey? <laughs> yes, apparently, <laughs> as many fishers in Jersey. 
That is interesting. Uh, I will give it props to Kurt Russell for his portrayal of Ego, because... Well, no, Ego's a great villain in this, because he's, he's just... As soon as Ego showed up in the movie, he's like, oh my god, he's the villain. I didn't know how he was the villain, but I knew he was the villain. Because it was just... Well, it's you know, the, everything was falling into place too easily. It's he was the such perfect, a better villain than Ronan. It was, oh, yes. it was such a perfect foil to what was kind of the message of the movie with the team. Them being selfless, them caring about others, and then you go to Ego... And all he wants to do is make the universe in his image. Well, it's no. it's so different from a lot of Marvel villains where they just they want revenge or to kill everyone. And no, this this or guy. Or they want their dad. Or they want their dad to love them. Or or they they want their their daddy issues resolved. And here it's just no. I this this is what I want. It makes perfect sense for me to want it. And it's I find just the universe com- annoying. And I want everyone to be like me. It it's just so perfectly alien. For someone to, you know, kind of care and enjoy other life forms, but they're not me, so why bother? One of my favorite scenes in this is he's got his he's got a Star Lord under his spell. He's messing with him. He's got him all starry eyed, literally. <laughs> I mean, he's got him all messed up, and then he just says, "I really did love your mother. It was really painful to put that tumor in her brain." And he just comes out and goes, "The fuck you say?" <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out the guns and <laughs> it's on now. Oh, that was that was very enjoyable. And and summoning Pac-Man to crush him. Yeah, oh, that was pretty rad. Okay, I, I will say I think that was a better Dragon Ball Z fight than Man of Steel. Yes, Dragon Ball Z. As long as uh, Goku can one day throw a Kamehameha shaped like Pac-Man, I agree. Give Bandai Namco enough time to generate another crossover game. It'll happen. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey. I, I was a little disappointed. We got our giant Pac-Man. Where was our giant statue of Skeletor? Um, They're held, saving that for the third one. Closely held in the hands of Universal Pictures, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why no Heather Locklear. They could have just called her up any time, right? I did enjoy the... Uh, I did enjoy the... Uh, Hasselhoff cameo. Well, you, you, you gotta get some Hasselhoff oh, in there. <laughs> and his amazing uh, singing coming back. Why are you bringing this infant Sequoia to battle? <laughs> we are all great, man. Uh, I, I, I loved the... Um, here's the thing for me. The first, half, like, the first half of this movie, it's breaking pace trying to get through the first act. Like, they gotta get the Ego's planet. And once they get there, things are nice and fine. Mm-hmm. And I just love the whole thing of like how they jump around and it's like, oh, we can get there no problem. It's you know it's not safe to take more than fifty jumps. Okay, so Ego's planet is seven hundred away. Uh, the ludicrous <laughs> speed moment. The... <laughs> oh and god, when, when their faces the... are going. <laughs> and they jump through the Watcher's planet and there's Stanley. And this one time, I was a FedEx driver. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they just flat out confirmed the fan theory. Well, there was there. Why not? At some point, you have to say why not, and it gives them an out when Stan finally can't do these anymore for one of the two reasons we can think of. We neither of us want to say yes. Yeah, we're not going to say it, yeah. but there's there's two reasons why he'll stop, and he'll ha- they're coming sooner rather than later. <laughs> Don't want to think about it. Knock on wood. <laughs> He'll be fine. Hey guys, he's ninety five. He's gonna all of us. Stanley cameos. He just had the best one right there. 
No, nothing could ever top that. I don't care what else he does in the next movies. It's like, Bermdy's the Watcher, or a Watcher. Or yeah. an agent. Or he works for the Watchers. Either way. <laughs> the Watchers were very nice. They, 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 there was there was a lot of horse trading with uh, Fox to get a lot of Fantastic Four material back for this movie. Yeah. Is it watching Fantastic Four? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah the Watchers appeared. The Watchers, Ego, and Adam Warlock all are. <laughs> no, I know that Ego first appeared in a Thor story. No, he first showed up in Fantastic Four. I'm Everything cosmic per- usually first. Uh, uh, I thought. I think Justin might be right on that oh, one. No, you're right. The Googles has has proven me right. Oh wait, you right? Okay. Yeah, no, uh, Justin no, no, no. Right. You're right, Justin. Who is the who has the more vast comic book nerd knowledge? I haven't read any Thor. I will get there. Who, who remembers that a character appeared in a comic book once? It's not exactly. Uh, trust me, that didn't get me through college. That sort of yeah, no. knowledge. Yeah. It'll get you the bonus round at a Trivial Pursuit at a bar. <laughs> yeah, it gets you pub trivia. That's about it. And occasionally, an early laugh at an in joke in Stranger Things. Of course, thirteen-year-old uh, yeah. boys in X Men One Thirty Four. Which was that the one where Logan's in the sewer? No, that's the one where that's the one that introduces Jean Grey as the Black Queen of the Hellfire Club. Oh, so geez. if you're thirteen and that <laughs> outfit is on thirty-two glorious <laughs> giant-sized pages, <laughs> how did that get through comics code? Oh wait, because they they sealed up the stitching areas. <laughs> it's a swimsuit because Chris Claremont is a pervert. Anyway. <laughs> Chris Claremont dedicated how many issues to get one costume from a British TV show into X-Men? I almost bought him a copy of that DVD at Fan Expo a few years ago. Then I realized, this fucker owns a plane. To hell with him. Yeah. He can buy his own copy. <laughs> he, he can I'll get his own British his TV shows. It. He probably owns it on, like, uh, Super TV transfer tape or something. He, he, he had a 35 mil print done up. <laughs> hey, speaking of Chris Claremont... You know, they recently adapted another production of this. Did they? Yes. Onto the Netflixes. All right. So we're going there. We have to. All right. Um, we started off with the sugar. Now we have to go for the thing that doesn't taste like sugar. Okay. So. Potato the, chip? No, because potato the chips are good, too. potato chip? Hey, here's the thing. Potato chips, you can't eat just one. This particular thing, you ate one and you were like, eh, if I don't eat the rest, I'm not going to understand what happens on the okay, Avengers. A, a potato chip that's been left out in the bag open for one week. <clears throat> I'm just saying the potato chip metaphor is not going to work. <laughs> the <Sorry>. sad <laughs> dregs of Chex Mix after the party. <laughs> oh. The, a can of Pringles with nice nobody put the lid on. It could be more Pringles. That one over... That one overcooked Chex piece that's in the Chex mix. There it is. Thank you. Right. Ben got it. Mr. Noodles that have been sitting in the bowl for too long. Ew. Oh, Mr. Noodles is a good metaphor. Mr. Noodles the metaphor, I think. <laughs> yes. I th- I'm sorry, Dan. She took it from me. That's it right there, Chris. That's, yeah. 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 You, you win the metaphor. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So well, Netflix's Iron Fist. <sighs> okay. Here, here's what I'm going to say about every other Netflix Marvel show. They know exactly who their lead character is. For all their faults, you go, you, you turn on Daredevil, they know who Matt Murdock is. They sure as hell know God Jessica Jones spot on. They know who Luke Cage is. Their take, they know their take on Luke Cage. 
exactly what they wanted to do. They could not decide, scene to scene, who Danny Rand was. I'm going to put this on Finn Jones, quite frankly, because no. if you look at every other person, if you put every other cast member, like, <clears throat> did they do a good job or not? And you can say, even in most cases, you can say passable or good. And there's some the really good- did a good job with. The Meachams did a good job with the material they had to work with. And yeah, they're more but, and that material is going, more interesting than the comic book Meachams. Yes. yes. But, yeah, but I, look, I, I honestly throw this all into the fact that they wanted to get to Defenders as quick as possible and they mm. just half ash rush this show. So they, honestly, Danny's just, schizophrenic. Like the, the, that that first three episode arc was pretty good. And then Danny gets all schizophrenic through the rest of the series. My name back. I don't want my company back. Episode, you know, episode four. Okay, I want to run my company now. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought you just wanted your name back. And, I'm here for you know, revenge. No, I'm here to find out. No, I'm here to be an arrogant kung fu guy. No, I'm here to be that douchebag friends that friend of yours that backpacked through Nepal and got all Jerusalem syndrome about it. Okay, okay. I I am just gonna say. He did not backpack through anything. He no. Spent the be- he spent most of his life in Kunlun. No, what I'm saying is you have that one douchebag friend that goes to Nepal and goes all, you know, whatever the East Asian version of Jerusalem syndrome is. <laughs> monk hippie. Kunlun confusion? No. 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 I don't know. I go monkish. Monkish? Is that a word? It is now. Hipster? No. Um, monk. Chris, you're good with the metaphors. Help us out here. I honestly don't know. I okay. I used all my good stuff on the Mr. Noodles one. All right. Something but like I want I want some sort of portmanteau of namaste and douchebag and it's not coming. <laughs> I think that's it right there. Namaste douchebag. <clears throat> yeah. My, my Urdu is kind of weak, so. But yeah, it was Let's discuss the good things about Iron Fist, shall we? Okay, so Colleen on her own is interesting, but her romance is not. Daughters of the Dragon series, I want it now. Please? I want it today. That I would like. I would like Reformed Ninja and Cyborg Cop to fight crime. Okay, I just want to go back to to, uh, Luke Cage, because I think you guys did it without me. Yeah. But did anyone watch Luke Cage and not assume every time Misty Knight... So much as, you know, cut her finger on a piece, on a broken cup. You're like, oh, that's how she loses her arm. Oh, yeah. You're just waiting for it. You're just waiting like, for well, it. She needs, I mean, I love this woman and I want her whole, but. She has to lose an arm. end up with a cyborg arm at some point. We're hitting but, on the side characters. The Meachams were interesting except for Joy. Ward was interesting. Harold, the guy who played Harold just knocked it out of the park. Because he's, sl- talk about a slow burn of craziness. He knocks it out of the park. Oh, but when, Joy Meacham is like when Joy Meacham's on the screen. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> Faramir was the only one who didn't get to go slow crazy. Boromir did. His dad did, and he's just sitting there. It's like I'm gonna get cut. All my scenes are gonna get cut. You're gonna have to watch the extended version of Return of the King to find out what happened to me. <laughs> you're gonna have to watch the deluxe edition to find out my name. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> but ah. Uh, he was he was enjoyable, and you know when he woke up in that pool, I'm like, oh crap! It's not one time only. It's like a, oh. it's like bad immortality. <laughs> no, there was some, yeah, there were some good good scenes with Harold Meacham coming back from the dead when he when he pops the eyeballs out of his assistant. Oh, yeah. God. 
I felt sorry for that guy so much. Like yeah, he, he's he's Talk just there to take getting worse. I don't know why he, he just kept wanted that vanilla job. ice cream. What is wrong with vanilla ice cream? Look, he went when, to so much effort to get all the fancy ice cream. When flavors. a billionaire goes out for ice cream and brings back all the crazy billionaire flavors, you're just like, what you got? You say, I will have a bit of all of them. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's enjoy this because you are immortal and rich. So probably crazy. It's like, look, you've, you've made you. You never leave your house. You subsist entirely on green goo. And I work here 20 hours a day doing stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense. I work here 20 hours a day Googling for you. Yeah. That's literally what his job was. What the heck's an Iron Fist? Um, well, I found a workout program that's from 2012. <laughs> I found, ooh, I found a, I found a tag on uh, Pornhub. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, too much? I don't think that that's too, relevant, that... sir. I mean, that... it's almost certainly true, Justin, but you made me think it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That will not be in the show notes. <sighs> With the link to the porn. <laughs> Thank, yeah, no. You can do your own Googling for that. <laughs> um, other things. Uh, I, I like their Davos, actually. Davos was good. I like their Davos. Dude, I swear. And I don't know much about the Iron Fist comics, but I swear Davos just stepped right out of freaking Game of Thrones. Well, Davos isn't actually that interesting in the comics. He's just Iron Fist, but bigger and angrier about it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like, he is generic rival to uh, Danny's generic kung fu guy. I like Rosario Dawson in this one. By this point, she's in the fourth series. She's like, you can punch through walls. Yeah, sure, whatever. It's like, sure. I've, I've seen this. She grows progressively more badass with every appearance. <laughs> I, I love the fact that she's also aware of what's going on with her character. Yeah, because like Danny shows up at the dojo and, and uh, Colleen's like, "What's going? What's wrong?" It's like, we, you know, we got to be careful. It, it, it's the hand. And Rosario's there training it with Colleen, and she's just like, "Ah, damn it! God damn ninjas! Damn. <laughs> Why does this keep happening to me?" Ninjas ruined my day at work, and I do not want to deal with this ninja bullshit any further. <laughs> I moved three burrows over. I did not expect the ninjas to follow. I am going to Jersey now. <laughs> no well, ninjas went, in Jersey, I better. hope. She went to China. She went to China, and guess what? Ninjas still there. No, no. Scott, she goes to Jersey. That's when they do the Miss Marvel series, and she has to fight her Canadian ninjas. Oh, God, the Canadian ninjas, no! <laughs> I think I'm a couple episodes behind on Ms. Marvel because I do not recall Canadian ninjas. Okay, the, during the, during the civil her section of Civil War two, there are a bunch of Canadian ninjas who steal a tank. <laughs> they they well, graffiti it as you do. Well, what's funny is is like in the earlier stuff before the Civil War two stuff, she mentions that yeah I've had to fight crazy Canadian ninjas. Like, she mentions it, like, three times in the books before, and then they show up again. So she has, like, the crazy, the, the most ridiculous rogues gallery. Like, um, the Bodega also... Bandit, which is, like, some hobo with a with a dog who literally just holds up bagel joints. I, I will link to you the uh, everything you need to know about the Canadian ninjas in one image uh, in, in the chat. Excellent. Oh, I gotta catch up on that Civil War too. It's oh, yeah, Canadian really ninjas. Yeah. Look, we we just have it. We just like Miss Marvel, and we have to read through 
a lot of events to get to more Miss Marvel sometimes. I know, I that's why I stopped. I was like, oh, events. Yeah. 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 Although I do want to say I do enjoy the fact that Alpha Flight are basically the backups in the, the new Captain Marvel, although I am only two trades in, so they may have all died by this oh, point again. Shit. By this point. I think we've crashed GameSpot forums because <laughs> this is taking a while to come up. Okay. Um but I I, eager, I eagerly anticipate it, Louis. Okay, so other things about Iron Fist. The Kung Fu is Fist. not Kung Fu enough. Yeah, I, I mentioned this. Yeah, the, the, the one episode directed by the RZA. Well, like, yes. I, I mentioned this before we started. It seems like when you have, you compare this to a show that has somewhat of less budget into the Badlands, and their actors probably spent about six to nine months training for the show. And then you go to Iron Fist, and it really seems like... They mailed it, it in. It really seems like Vin jo- or Finn Jones... Spent maybe about three weeks. I I hate to really blame this on one guy, but I always get the sense Finn Jones mailed this in. He didn't train good enough. He didn't read any of the source material. At least it felt that way. Uh, I don't think the source material would help. I I'm like Justin and I have been going through the original Iron Fist run because they keep putting the Epic collections up for four dollars. And I, I don't. Yeah, you can't on say here. no to that price. You can't say no to 500 pages of comic for $4. I mean, I, if, I, if they had a scene where he tried potato salad and said, hmm, that tastes good, I, <laughs> I would have been thrilled. But I don't know. It would have improved I, my TV watching experience. Like they, as way. much as they could have literally just stolen outright Immortal Iron Fist and made me happy, that would have cost way too much money. <laughs> oh, God. That would have been so beautiful. Yeah, would it would have killed been... them to give us a dragon. Would it really have killed I know. them to see the dragon? Oh, that that actually me pissed me off. So is not much. showing showing the dragon. Like you, you can you can skirt around showing Kunlun. You can skirt around it. It can be three guys. It can be rooms. Like, it can be a couple rooms. You don't have to have the glory of the lost city. But but f- no fucking dragon. <laughs> oh yeah. <sighs> like I look at this and I get the feeling that this was kind of the. The Agent Carter season two of the Netflix shows. They wanted to get to Defenders quick. They half-assed the script. They made Danny pretty much yeah, but I thought that- like I, I. I think Finn Jones, given enough time, could have uh, could have worked out the role real well, real well. I get the feeling that like they did this on like a minimum amount of takes. They had. The special effects budget is so much smaller than like any of the other shows. Like it's almost all practical effects of walls exploding or or falling down or yeah, cars breaking. His, so, like, his, his fist was fist, not like under a thing of iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His fist. I kind of dug that it was glowing with his internal chi, but, but they blew, the, blew their entire budget on that fist. Yeah, <laughs> what budget? Like, yeah, that's. Look, I was going into this looking forward to be fisted, and I don't think the, the fisting that way too, too soon. I already did that one, didn't I? Yeah. God damn it. Finally. Okay, I'm, I'm going to point out one more positive thing. Carrie Ann Moss coming back as Jerry Hogarth. That was good. Oh, that, that was, was great. Great. I, I resent more the hand. 
They're, they're, like, you had the chance to make the hand interesting, and you just didn't. They're just a ripoff of the bad guys in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles anyway, so, you know, yeah. why even? Why even? Why even? Anybody? Someone? I, I, I get what you're putting down, buddy. I okay. really do. Well, even the point that, like, the Mugato, or whatever the hell his name is, uh, yes, Colleen's sensei, is essentially running the Foot Clan from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Where he brings in version. young impressionable, the movie version where he brings in young impressionable youths, a kung fu fagin. Yeah, kung fu fagin. It just, uh, I get the feeling that, like I said earlier, they just needed to get the show out. They put a rough story together with very little chance of polish, very little work towards preparing their act, at least their lead actor, for the role. I mean, what else is Finn Jones doing? Like, I don't think he was doing any other movies or anything when they were doing this. He, he's in Game of Thrones, so he spent presumably the months before and months after in either Spain or Ireland, depending. Now, well, he, he, he wasn't the guy who got blown up, was he? Yeah, he got yes, blown he up. He got blown yeah. up. Spoiler Anyone in that he, red keep that day was dead. Yes. He, he was one of them. The worst part about that is he got his his forehead carved in just before he died. Like, you know, if I was gonna knew I was gonna die anyway, we could have just skipped this. <laughs> it just it just feels like they half assed this one to get into Defenders, and I'm kind of worried about Defenders because of what happened with Iron Fist. The, the trailers we've seen so far, the banter between Luke Cage and Iron Fist, it's like that's exactly what well, I want. I think I think if they decided want Luke Cage, Iron that... Fist down, series down. On the road. If they decided in the future that Danny will be the funny one, I'm good with that. He's already I, I just, kind of a goofball of the group. I'm just because glad you're not going to be Murdoch, Cage, or Jones. All of them back. I'm glad to have the other three back, and I will handle a little Iron Fist. I think it's exactly what's going to be. Iron Fist is going to be the goofball. I mean, I don't understand why they didn't just do Defenders first, and then be like, "Oh, hey, here's this Danny Rand guy," and then. Do like actually take the time to flesh out a proper Iron Fist story, and, and then do Defender. Iron Fist. I mean, Defender is going to be what eight episodes? Yeah, it's true. You don't really got it's you don't got a whole lot of time to introduce anyone. It doesn't yeah, matter. He, well, no, it's but easy. He he's Danny. He's he, he's Iron Fist. He wears a goofy outfit. He wants to punch ninjas. He's good at it, so they let him. Exactly. <laughs> and oh yeah, you know he like. I punched a dragon's heart once. Really? And then they're just like, what? You? And then he's like, yeah, really. And then he does it, and they're like, oh, shit, he can do it. Like, Yeah, you don't need a lot in sometimes, especially because Iron Fist reads pretty quickly. Although, would it have killed them to put them in the doofy outfit? I realize that this is the gritty show where you have dour fights in... I just want to point out two things. A, very few of them get to be in their classic costumes, and C, a B. Oh, you know, Daredevils was not that great. Uh, well, he looked better in a black tracksuit with a rag around his face. Yeah. Okay, that's that's fair. I approve. Like they're trying to tack to cool up the Daredevil outfit, but I'm like, come, just just put him in a version of the outfit for me. It doesn't have to have like, the you, disco you collar. It green tracksuit. Yeah, green tracksuit hey, hey, would have been enough. Luke Cage won, wore that goofy-ass outfit for a couple of minutes. That was good enough for us. He looked in the mirror and went, oh, man. <laughs> you set aside this with that goofy outfit. You could have put him in the outfit for you know, five minutes. Oh, God. 
What? You look in the mirror and you know, what the hell do I see through this thing? You just reminded me. They couldn't even do... I can't even... The, the last Bruce Lee movie where he faced... Um, Chuck Norris? Ah, fuck, Chuck Norris? No. Kareem no. Abdul-Jabbar? The bas- the, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> yeah, that movie. I can't think of the name of the movie. Um, Game of Death. Game of Game. Yeah, like they couldn't. They did like their Game of Death knockoff episode. Yeah, the RZA directed and it. It was shit. <laughs> oh wait, the one where he fought all the different kung fu dudes and the two dudes and the chick with the poison. Yeah, eh, I didn't think that was shit. That was all right. I, I, at all. I appreciate them including the Bride of Nine Spiders because it's the thing that reminds me of Immortal Iron Fist, and that's a good book. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you happy. It's a good yeah, book. What's the brand or what? Yeah, it was a great book. That's, yeah. that's, that's, you're at home and you haven't watched it. It reminded you of really good things. It wasn't good, but it yeah. reminded you of good things. Maybe, maybe they can give me Dog Brother next time. Or all of the immortal weapons. Actually, Fat Cobra would be great. <laughs> Who's, uh, or just all of the old Iron Fists. Oh, like uh, Wendell? Not Wendell. Orson. Was, wasn't it Orson Rand or yeah. Orson, or, Orson Randall? Orson Randall, that's it. The Pulp Hero, who's still alive. I don't know how that works. I thought they were like slayers, you know. Um, apparently not. <laughs> they the book half explains it and then walks away from it. And there's now two. There there's two again now because there's a little girl Iron Fist. It was that over. works. Yeah, and Danny has to rebuild Kunlun somewhere else because it got wrecked. Well, you know, it's a shitty little fantasy village, so yeah. But Iron Fist, it's it's disappointing. It was not the strongest of the uh, Marvel Netflix shows, and I would go so far as to say it was the weakest of the Marvel Netflix shows. I think I think I think it's saved narrowly by from being the worst Marvel TV thing because come on, Agents of Shield. Hey, have you watched this season? No, I have not. It I'm a couple been episodes astounding. behind. Agents of Shield Agents has gotten of better. Hydra was incredible. All right, I will have to come back to it then. You get your ass. You get your ass to Hydra Simulation and watch that sucker. It was great. It's not all gonna. Yeah, it's, I'm. It's not all gonna be Agent Carter. Iron Fist it was disappointing. Could have been better. Could have been so much better with the right decisions. But yeah, it's kind of it was the worst of the Marvel TV or movies for me. <clears throat> well, thankfully, Marvel is doing fairly strong so far so you know something has to be the worst unfortunately i just oh, yeah. thought it, Definitely I just looking thought it for would homecoming be, though I, I, I just thought it was going to be iron man 2 for a little longer all right i think they're even still no i'm sorry i cannot i you, you're right iron man 2 is not very good yeah all right so uh i guess we're doing another marvel meetup uh towards the end of the year when we do spider-man and thor uh, well, what about the Defenders in September? Okay, so we'll bundle all those up then. Triple feature. Triple it up. <clears throat> Christmas special. No, we do Spider-Man and Defenders at the beginning of September. Okay. Then we do Inhumans and Thor in November. Fair enough. Inhumans I'm very interested in. That could be amazing or that could suck. <laughs> Did you guys see the preview images of... Uh, Lockjaw? Lockjaw actually CGI'd in. <laughs> On top of the big blue dog shape. I will admit I did not. So it's like a little clip of him and uh, Black Bolt teleporting into the middle of a street and cars swerving out of the way to avoid him. Well, yeah, you would avoid the bulldog. I think that's it for the episode. 
But we will be back. We will be back. We're going absolutely nowhere, nerds. Yeah, we, we can't go anywhere. We're stuck. You're stuck with us, bitches. Boom. I'd like to take a moment to welcome the nine or 12 Japanese guys that downloaded everything in the last six weeks. Holy shit. Everything. That's pretty rad. Everything. How do you say hey in Japanese? Konnichiwa. But I've realized something very dangerous. We might be becoming a Japanese subculture. We'll be big in Japan, Scott. We'll be big in Japan. We're huge in Japan. We're legends in Japan. Maybe there will be fit. Maybe someone on Pixiv will start drawing manga of our crazy old bluesman stories. Oh, God. So this one time, we were hiding behind this wall. Then these giant 40-foot people just started up and eating people. <laughs> no, no, no. I that's told a... you that was the buffet at the Caesar's Palace, for God's sakes. <laughs> drama. Is that some kind of Japanimation thing? <laughs> All right. That's the episode. Good night. Thank you. <laughs> Oh. Damn it, you're giving me husband, <laughs> Justin. <coughs> keep, keep playing. We may get to record his death. That's not the We'll make it a memorial. Gosh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside is released under Creative Commons Attribution Share of Life Non-Commercial 3.0 International License. Please visit sbopodcast.com for contact information, social media links, and past episodes. want to point out hearing the term i just want to junk the skins i don't want sounds like something a serial killer would say context <laughs> context <laughs> uh.